You're listening to episode two of the Kindred Mom podcast. I am your host, Emily Sue Allen. go. We're so excited to bring you the, the second episode of the Kinder Mom podcast. I have with me today my good friend, Sarah Allard, who has been uh, a close friend of mine for a number of years. She's going to talk to us about her heart for intentionally building community among women and why that's important to her. We're also going to be sharing at the end of the episode some details about uh, something exciting that we have planned for the summer, and we hope that you'll stick around and check that out. This show is supported by Adopt Together, the world's largest nonprofit crowdfunding platform for adoption. Adopt Together helps turn crowds into communities by providing a space for adoptive families to share their story and collect tax-deductible donations from their entire support network. In just five years, they have helped over 2,300 families raise more than $10 million to fund their adoptions. If you're considering adoption, go to adopttogether.org to check out some of their family profiles and hear Adopt Together CEO and founder Hank Fortner talk about how he uses the internet to build families. Hey there, Sarah. How are you doing? Hey, Emily. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm so good, and I'm really glad that we are able to connect to record this show, and I wanted to start off by having you introduce yourself. I'd love to. I'm Sarah, and I'm here in Seattle, Washington. I'm born and raised in this area, and I've been married to my husband for almost 13 years, my high school sweetheart, Angelo. And we went through many years of being married before kids, and part of that was because of an infertility journey, and now we have the joy of being parents to a two-year-old son, and we just welcomed our little girl three weeks ago into our family. She is a delight. I am so excited for you that you have a little boy and little girl now. Oh, thanks. We're just overjoyed. It's so much fun. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, so we have known each other for a long, long time. I don't even know how many years exactly, but we knew each other in college and have been really close friends for the last seven or eight years, I think it has been. Um, And one of the things that has really connected us uh, in these last years is um, a desire to see women um, build relationships with each other and connect and have great conversations and grow um, in our different journeys. And so I specifically wanted to have you on this podcast to uh, talk about building community and your heart for um, just reaching out and drawing people into um, meaningful relationships. Definitely. And when I think back to kind of that time we were putting together some groups to gather different women together. It was when we were in really different seasons, you with a lot of kids and me with no kids and Mm -hmm. 
just having this vision to get women together. And it's just been amazing to watch it evolve from things like Pinterest nights when Pinterest was extra big and Mm -hmm. we would do different activities to book clubs, to Bible studies. And um, over the, the years too, to see our heart for moms and really bringing moms together has been fun now that I'm in this season of motherhood along with you. Yeah, no, we've definitely been through a lot of different, um, stretches of time. It, it was really special for me uh, back when you uh, didn't yet have children to have someone um, have kind of a, a different perspective about my children um, while I was in the trenches of motherhood and you were still waiting for your turn to come. I feel like you were so intentional with my kids when you would be around just seeing the the sweet things about their personalities that I was missing because I was just up to my eyeballs in all the stuff. Um, but I just wanted to say I appreciated that little season that um, even though it was hard for you in so many ways, you really invested deeply in my family. And mm. um, I guess that just is something I wanted to mention because so often uh, we think that friends have to be in our same season or have to be like us or have to be um, kind of fit a certain bill in order for us to be able to connect well. And I think our friendship is evidence that that doesn't necessarily have to be the case, that there can be really meaningful connection with somebody just because of the intention of it. Um, So thank you. Thank you. And thanks for bringing that up too because as I think back to that time well of course it was challenging for me in some regard it was also a really sweet time I mean I think looking back all the time I had to be able to invest in other friends Mm -hmm. and their kids and I've always just had such a heart for kids it was a real joy to be able to use that time I had and it is a good reminder to not be in our just get in our own bubbles I mean I always joke that now that I have kids I'm way more grateful for my single friends and friends mm-hmm. without kids because they come with fresh energy and they can come to me and they have fresh eyes to see things. Like yeah. I describe sometimes motherhood, like you're in the fishbowl versus yeah. having people looking inside. So that's such a great reminder. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wanted to, um, just, ask you a little bit about uh, the value that you have for time together, building community. You are somebody that is extremely intentional about that, and you have been ever since I've known you. And I didn't know if you have any thoughts about um, the major contributors in your life that have brought that about as a pretty central value for your family. You know, that's a great question. I mean, I think all along, I've just been wired, you know, I'm a true extrovert, and I've always loved being around people. So that really is a core value, friendship and loyalty. Um, But I think getting married as young as we did, and realizing just the importance of having a community around us. Mm -hmm. um, And I think like many people, I'm married to my total opposite. So (laughs) which is awesome, in a lot of ways and challenging in others. And so bringing community into our marriage and our life has been so enriching and having a variety of people has been so key because who I connect with can be very different than who my husband connects with. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it really kind of started there and, um, it's funny because growing up, I didn't have a home where we had a lot of people over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very much like planned hospitality where um, it just felt a lot more formal. And I think 
being married at such a young age and having kind of the hangout house foster just this intentional door open kind of living. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that, really, my heart is just I love gathering people and then kind of sitting back and not needing to even facilitate or be part of every little bit, but just having an opportunity and inviting people often into our home or into another space that feels warm and inviting and allows them to connect. And um, Mm -hmm. I just discovered over the years that nothing brings me more joy than organizing something and sitting back and watching my friends who don't know each other become friends with each other. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, I feel like probably... 10 of my friends that I've made in the last year are people that I've met through you. <laughs> and I would consider them my friends now, not just, oh, those are Sarah's friends that I've met a few times, but they are friends that I have started connecting with more. And so thank you for being such a good um, connector and all of that. Oh, it brings me so much joy. It's been fun to watch that over the years. And I think that was really, when I think back to why we started these hangouts, kind of, we had a heart for women, but it was also like, you have your friends and I have my friends and let's just have this really open door to women coming and being connected. And one thing I've always really appreciated about anything we do is it's never exclusive. Like there's this group of people. It's like, we have a heart for women and we encourage the women that come to invite friends. And I just, I love that so much because I've also gotten to know your friends and they've become my friends. And it's just been really organic and natural how it's all happened. Yeah. I think how we got started with that is, um, the first stretch of events that we did together were, we called them Pinterest parties, and we basically had everybody that we knew that would that lived locally and that would possibly be interested. We um, put their all their email addresses into one evite and sent it out, um, which I think that list is still going. I mean, we've added to it and taken from it as people have moved away and that kind of thing. But um, I, we were sending out emails to like 50 people at a time and just whoever showed up that given, you know, week was it was always like a a random and kind of awesome um (laughs) grab bag of like which friends are showing up this time (laughs) um and what was great about it is that there was always just the right amount of people I mean there might be eight or ten or twelve people um it was always different It's so true. And I think from that, we would still have occasional random women that would just come as they were able. But it really did develop this sweet core group of ladies that Mm -hmm. just started coming and then started to feel connected. And so that's been really sweet as um, our vision and our women's nights have kind of evolved, that it has been this sweet core group of women that we know come every time and have really developed meaningful relationships. And I think for a lot of us, when we first started, it was also just wanting a creative outlet. And I even think about that now, my motherhood, I'm like, maybe we need another Pinterest night. (laughs) I haven't done anything crafty in a long time. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. We had some nights where we would plan like the same activity and everybody would um, come and share supplies and make the same things. And then we've done other nights where um, people would just bring whatever their own creative project that they're working on is and work on it while we have snacks and chit chat and all that kind of stuff. So that was a really fun thing that we should do again. Yes. And it was nice, too, because we always kept it open. Some of our friends just were not crafty and they would still come and just drink wine (laughs) using crackers and hang out. And that was fine, too. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah, I feel like um, 
this particular, you know, string of events and groups and um, activities that we've done with this um, contingency of people is something that really filled a huge need for me personally uh, through a season where I was really going through uh, a lot of just loneliness in motherhood. Um, you know, as we got to know each other, I, I think I've had three children since we have been in close relationship with each other and um, kind of going through like pregnancy and newborn and several times over. <laughs> it has been just a lot of transition for our family and has made it more difficult for me to um, just be able to spend time with friends. Um, and so these intentional nights also really um, just kind of gave me, we did them about once a month, uh, although sometimes as uh, when we were doing book club, we did them uh, weekly for like a five or six week series. Um, for me, it was just enough uh, face time with people who I wouldn't otherwise be able to see that it really filled a huge need for me. And um, I think that it would for a lot of other moms as well. I agree. And I think on the flip side for women that are feeling like they're really busy or they've got a lot of friends and they're being pulled in different directions. I mean, I think when we started that was kind of more my situation. And it was really nice just to have this rhythm where I knew I was going to see this group of women, whatever it was, every month, every couple weeks, and also to be able to invite new women. Because sometimes I think people feel like their plates are pretty full, and then it can be that they're not welcoming new friends into their lives. And I just love this space where it felt like we could always open up the door to more. And mm -hmm. like you said earlier, it was always like the right number of women came. It was never too many. Yeah. It was never too little. It was just right every time we did something. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I feel like so much of this journey, um, gathering women together and the friendship that we have built over these years has really contributed a lot to how Kindred Mom came about. And um, you are the person who introduced me to podcasts in the very first place. So thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. And uh, you have obviously been a pretty uh, important part of this whole last year of my, my schemes and plans and dreams and hopes. Um, I would love to talk about, um, just from your perspective, uh, how uh, the Kindred Mom vision came about. And, um, you know, I, you've kind of been probably the closest uh, friend in the journey, at least for a longer period of the time, because I, I talked to you about possibly starting a podcast last spring, and it's been a year of a lot of things <laughs> to bring us to this point. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about outside looking in um, before the community began. What did you see in this journey? Well, I think the biggest thing that stands out is as you were gathering this vision, it was kind of started with being encouraging women in general and then watching you come to this realization where it really did need to be a mom thing. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I both struggle with that a little bit where we want to be really inclusive and not mm -hmm. just be in our mom bubble, but also kind of own like we are moms. <laughs> like yes. we have lots of little ones and aren't that cool. <laughs> and we just <laughs> You're so cool, Sarah. <laughs> We try, we try, <laughs> but it's just, I think kind of really embracing the life stage we're in and what God's called us to in the season. And 
Not that we still don't invite a lot of other women, single or married without kids, into our lives, because we do, but realizing that the vision for um, the podcast, the website, for you really did need to center around motherhood and realizing that so many of us come to you with your kids and your knowledge and um, kind of embracing that that's a cool, awesome thing. And um, so I think for me watching you as a friend, it's, and I think I also, I'm starting to really embrace this season I'm in and our heart for moms, not just surviving, but flourishing. And that word I keep going back to, I think, you know, going through infertility as many years as I did. Um, and I have a whole background in childcare and whatnot, just having eyes to see moms that were struggling, that were isolated, that needed to be encouraged, um, Mm -hmm. really gave me a heart to want to reach out to moms when I was in that season and had more time to do so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, part of this journey for me, um, there's There's a long story that I won't (laughs) go into right now because that would just take too much time. But I, um, I used to tell other moms all the time that what you're doing is important and this is a beautiful, wonderful season. And if you are mothering children, that is enough and all these beautiful platitudes and, um, as I was processing through wanting to start a podcast and not sure exactly how I wanted it to be, um, like what topic I wanted it to be on, I intentionally did not want it to be a motherhood podcast, partly because I discovered this <laughs> partway into the process that while I would say those nice things to other moms all the time, and I really believed them for them, <laughs> I didn't really believe them for myself and thought that if I was going to do something important that I needed to make a podcast about something completely different than where I'm at in my life right now. And so it's been a beautiful journey for me to discover for myself that um, motherhood is a worthwhile and worthy calling. It is a beautiful, um, respectable, amazing journey. And as I've started to own that for myself, um, it's been very freeing to engage in this conversation and building this community. And um, so it's been definitely a deep work in me as this has come together. Yeah. And I really love, I mean, so much a kindred mom is celebrating small victories. We talk about that a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you're talking just about, there's that piece of motherhood that feels small, that you're in your own home a lot and you're tending to these little ones and you're changing diapers and it doesn't always feel earth changing and yeah. yet realizing it really is. And I think I struggled with that being a working woman as long as I was not anticipating that journey to be so long. And then kind of trying to struggle with thinking I wanted to stay home, but then did I want to stay home and working a little bit when my son was first born? And, you know, there's no right or wrong with that. We are encouraging of moms working or not working, whatever their calling is, but realizing that um, motherhood is a really high calling and it is beautiful and worth being celebrated and mm-hmm. um, really celebrating those small victories because they're huge victories. Like potty yeah. training a kid is huge. Your kid's so tight. That's huge. Like, yeah. and just cheering one another on. I just love that spirit behind Kindred Mom so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, embracing motherhood is 
a different thing than doing motherhood. Like we can do all the motherhood tasks and not necessarily fully embrace how important we are in the fabric of our families and in our kids' lives. And um, with as much discouragement and criticism and messages of negativity and all the things we should be doing, I just feel like there is really a need uh, and a huge desire um, for women to be encouraged in their motherhood journey. So um, I'm just really grateful for the Kindred Mom community and how it has already grown in the last three months um, since we started the blog. And um, yeah, I hope that it continues to be an encouragement uh, as we continue journeying forward together. I totally agree. And I think, you know, just having friends, really, because it's like we're vir- virtual friends, whether we're real friends or virtual. I mean, through the Kinder Mom community, it's just amazing how it is women cheering one another on. And you, do, you don't see that very often. And so often mm-hmm. when you have your head down, you're kind of in the trenches as a mama, often with coffee that you've reheated five different times. <laughs> you don't always see all the good things that are coming out. And so it is nice to have those fresh eyes in this community to be pointing towards the beauty in it all. Yeah, for sure. Well, I wanted to also share with everyone um, one of the ideas that you have for this summer uh, as far as building community with moms. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Definitely. Well, for a while now, I've had this vision for during the summer gathering women together and Mm So often for us mamas, all the activities end during the summer. And so we've got those rhythms that are interrupted. And so that was part of just feeling like there was a need to have kind of a built-in rhythm. Mm -hmm. And then two, um, just gathering women. I thought, gosh, we have a great backyard and fun toys. And it would be fun to, if I'm going to be outside with my kids anyways, to invite some other moms just to join. And I know moms like their caffeine. So I was thinking (laughs) I can provide coffee and just invite my friends and just have a hangout Um, really is all that it is. And just an opportunity for kind of a safe place and a rhythm for women to meet. And I also am hoping that it will be a mix of friends that I've been journeying with for a while and I have some new moms I have moved to the area recently Mm -hmm. so like I was talking about earlier just my heart to create a space where mamas are welcome and invited Mm -hmm. and then hopefully can connect with each other and build relationships outside of that time yeah one thing I love about your vision is it does take intention to do something like this but it's not something that is incredibly difficult like what you're planning uh, is very simple and approachable and also I think it's going to be really meaningful. That's totally my hope and desire and I figured honestly in this season for me hosting while it is a little bit of work I'm going to be at some point doing a little bit of sleep training and be home anyways and Mm -hmm. so I would also encourage the moms that are feeling like they can't leave their houses that you be a great mom to be able to open up your home because if you're going to be stuck at home a little more often this summer anyways Mm -hmm. why not invite another mom to hang out with you yeah I think it just is always great to um, invite (laughs) invite people and um, with that I think um, it's important to just say when inviting people over to your home, I've had to encounter this myself quite a few times. It can be very vulnerable to open our spaces uh, to other people because there's just so much um, 
judgment of others uh, that happens or you hear about people and just criticizing their their homes or their like lack of cleaning skills. I feel like I lack cleaning skills um, just because things are cluttery and I have a lot of kids and there's just no way to have everything put in its place at all times um, in order to receive friends over. But I have learned in the process of just doing my best to make it welcoming um, and they come in and it's not perfect. That almost helps in the process of us not wearing a mask and trying to, um, I don't know, keep up appearances. I totally agree. And I really relate to a lot of what you're saying, especially now that I've got two and Mm -hmm. um, newborn little girl, I've been feeling just kind of underwater with the house stuff and realizing that I really have to just let more go. And there is that vulnerable piece of just not being in control, but Mm -hmm. it's so good. And it's like when you go over to another mom's house and you see that they also have a laundry pile that can never seem to make it, you know, it's folded or it's not folded. It's never put away. I mean, that the laundry struggle is real. I think that's something we can all relate to. And it's that moment where you think, oh, I'm not the only one. And like you said, you can let that guard down and just kind of do life together. Like some of my favorite play dates have been a mom will invite me over and we'll fold her laundry and hang out and she'll come to my house and vice versa where we just, it is messy and we're just doing it together. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Sarah, I really appreciate your thoughts on this subject and uh, you will be on the podcast again in the future with some other topics. But for now, um, I just want to know if you have anything else you'd like to say to the mamas who are listening to these first few episodes of our podcast it is finally almost ready to release yes well I just want to say to the mamas that are listening that we are so honored that you would take the time out of your busy day to listen and to connect to the kindred mom community and what you're doing right now is so valuable Um, one of my little mantras is go mama go so I just want to cheer you on whether you are folding laundry or going in the carpool line or trying to make dinner whatever it is I just want to cheer you on that you are doing a great job for your family and for the mama that was listening to what we were talking about about her home and not being quite right and just saying oh yeah but that's you I can't do that I just want to encourage you that take a step even if it's inviting one friend over this next week that the more you open your home the more natural it gets and um, the more that life-giving it is because you're building community with other moms and you really can do it and we're going to help cheer you on along the way thanks so much Sarah I have really enjoyed having you on oh thanks for having me Emily I'm so excited Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sarah. She's such a dear friend, and I have learned so much from her about how to intentionally build community with others. It's been a huge gift in my life to participate in that alongside her. And we have decided, because this is such a a part of the heart behind Kindred Mom, that we want to encourage those of you who are journeying along with our Kindred Mom community to think about possibly hosting uh, some kind of gathering like that and there are no rules about how to do it the right way, um, but there are some ideas that we're going to be sharing with you uh, on the Kinderbomb blog 
very shortly um, about some ways you might be able to facilitate a, a weekly gathering like that for a defined amount of time. Sarah will be hosting a, an actual coffee hour um, every week uh, at her own home, um, and that's kind of the model that we are basing this idea off of. Um, but in that, uh, you can do a gathering your own way if you want to meet uh, at a different place or at a different span of time. Um, we just want to encourage you to connect with other moms and especially reach out to those who might be new in your area or um, that are in a season of motherhood that feels pretty lonely. So in support of that, we are doing a double giveaway um, also to kind of celebrate the launch of this podcast. And so we would love for you to win one of two bundles that we're giving away that we're calling hospitality bundles. And we have some um, exciting items kind of gathered together that would be a great resource for one mama who is going to possibly follow up and lead a group like this. They are a little bit different from each other, so um, you're totally welcome to uh, enter to win either one or both. Uh, One will be given away on Instagram, and the other will be given away to someone on our email subscriber list. Um, And the whole thing is running um, for the the week between... um, May 17th to May 24th, so if you're listening to this episode way down the road, then know that it's May 17th, 2017 is when that is kicking off, and um, we'll be choosing a winner a week after that. Um, I am so grateful that you have spent the time to listen to this episode and hope that you will take a little bit of time and go and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, Be kind to us because we're just getting started and there are so many things that we are ironing out in the process of producing this podcast, but we're really honored that you would take the time to listen and support our fledgling little operation as we seek to encourage mamas. Also, you can find us at kindredmom.com if you're wanting to connect with um, where all of the essays are shared from the writers who submit their work and we'd love to connect with you on social media through instagram facebook or twitter thanks so much for listening